Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Slavic Bros. And for the first time ever, Austin and I are recording at the same location. How does that feel, Austin? It feels so much easier and smoother, I have to say. <laughs> I wish I wouldn't have moved. <laughs> Absolutely. But for those of you guys that are pretty used to us, this actually isn't our first time doing stuff together in the same location. For you, uh, for those of you guys that are loyal, <laughs> we did a, a couple live streams in the past couple days. So if you miss out on that, uh, definitely stay tuned. Check our Instagram. We'll be doing some more throughout the week. But anyways, Austin, what are we doing for our episode today? Today we're going to discuss similarities between Slavic and Latino music. Felt like doing a pretty uh, kind of low-key and random episode. Something that was pretty um, uplifting. And also, since we're down in Miami, we figured, hey, might as well do something that's kind of cool and kind of pertains to a lot of the uh, cultural significances for the region here. Yeah. We've been listening to both Slavic and Latino music this whole time in Miami, so we figured it was the perfect topic. Um, I guess I'll dive right in. I'll begin by saying I feel like Czech music is so similar to Mexican music, like specifically Tejano and Norteño, you know, the accordion music. That sounds just like Czech, Slovak, Slovenian, some Polish music too. Um, and it's really cool we have this connection because it's almost as if you took our music and you speak Spanish with it and maybe spice it up a little bit. And then you have Tejano music. Hmm. That's actually, that's pretty interesting to, uh, <laughs> to think, but I don't actually, for, for the Polish side, I don't correlate that connection with like the Polish um, music. I think it definitely, it, it kind of connects more with the Czech side than it does the Polish side. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think that probably has to do with there being um a lot more Czech focus and immigrants within like Texas than there were Polish immigrants. Mm -hmm. You guys had a lot more of that, like, um, kind of like cultural diffusion going on. Of course, I mean, there, there's still stuff that like kind of stays constant between us. All three of us are using accordions, right? So I mean, mm -hmm. there, there's going to be some cool stuff going on there. Um, <laughs> thank God, though, I have to say, I have so much respect for the Latino cultures, but thank God that the Mexicans did not butcher the accordion. I know people <laughs> like the French. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not trying to shit on the French too much, but goddamn, put down the accordion and leave it to the Slavs, Germans, or the Mexicans in this case. I agree. Like, I tell you what, I feel like the Mexicans really kind of, like, took, like, a Czech style of music and, like, made it their own and, like, did it good. Like, you know, the Mexican accordion music sounds so good. Like, yeah. you know, I even grew up in Texas, too. Like, I grew up in a Czech community in Texas, as a lot of y'all that are loyal know. <laughs> um, but I didn't realize, and, you know, I grew up with the Mexican music, too, but I didn't realize how similar they were until I left Texas. And I started, you know, recently here in Florida, really wanting to reconnect with my background in Texas. And on TikTok, I started seeing all this like Tejano stuff, you know, this like accordion music from Texas. And I'm like, you know, that sounds just like a Czech polka. And I got to thinking and doing some research and turns out like for the past century and a half, we've been influencing each other in Texas and northern Mexico. So it's really cool stuff. I love this connection between our cultures. Ooh. I guess, like, I'm asking you this one here. Uh, seeing that, like, there were a lot of German, in, like, immigrants in Texas as well, who do you think had more of, like, that cultural significance on, like, um, influencing the Mexican music? Do you think it was the Germans or do you think it was the Czechs? Or perhaps maybe, like, equally both? Or I think it was both, perhaps equally. I do think the Mexican music sounds more like Czech polka than it does German polka because, you know, like, Germans, Czechs, and Poles all have different ways of doing polka. The mm. Germans are usually more slow. The Czechs have more upbeat and fast. And the Polish one is like crazy. Like, you know, trumpets going, accordion going all at the same time. 
Um, I think it sounds the most like the Czech or perhaps maybe the Slovenian, which is similar to the Czech style of polka, where it's, you know, a heavy emphasis on the accordion. You got some brass instruments going on in the background and it's very melodic. You know, it's very, it's very much focused on the melody and it's like, it's a ballad a lot of the time. Like, you know, it's about like romance or it's about something funny or goofy. Every single Czech polka song is always like a romance or about like, a goofy topic or about like the history of a village or something and the Mexican music the same I think it's all related to history and romance and love that's, that's actually that's pretty interesting um do you know is it just the Mexican music that you think is very similar or are there any other uh like Latin American Hispanic musics or uh like cultural things that are they're similar as well or well I mean broadly speaking I think that any of the Latino countries that use accordion have very similar sounds to Czechs and other Slavic countries, um, Brazil, Argentina, Colombia, you know, the Cumbias have accordion too. But that said, like none of these countries that I know of, aside from Mexico, play polkas. Like Mexico, like it's like their thing in Northern Mexico to have polkas, mm -hmm. rancheros, waltzes, redovas, um, huapangos. Two, two out of those three or four dances I just said or Czech dances, Drerova and Polka. Yeah. And I don't know any other country that's really adopted so much of that, like Mexico has. You know, it's interesting. I think that's something I want to learn more about um, for, like, the other cultures, especially in South America. I don't know too much about their music, um, like, for accordion and whatnot. I'd, it, personally, if I had to guess, I would actually say that they'd have more of a Germanic influence, mm -hmm. simply because um, a lot of those countries down there, they actually relied heavily on the Germany like to have like military instructors come over to teach their military and like they had a lot of that that culture rub off on them and so I wonder maybe if those guys could have brought some of that music over and since they were so fascinated fascinated by other um, elements of Germany could they maybe have adopted that or is that is that maybe just too far fetched but if we have anybody that's from these places in South America I want to hear from you guys that that's something that's like genuinely pretty interesting to us so um definitely send us a message on Instagram. Personally, I think the Brazilian accordion music, you know, the Sartanejo, like the Michel Tello, all that stuff. I think it has more of like a Germanic type sound mm -hmm. because it's very, it's hard to explain. It doesn't, but I, I will say it does not sound very Czech to me. It, it feels more like Germanic. The Mexican music sounds more Czech. Yeah. Um, then the cumbias, that honestly, I think, is like a unique Latin American dance that has a has its roots in a mixture of Spanish dances and African dances, and the accordion has just been thrown into that. So that doesn't really resemble any of the the European cultures that I'm familiar with. Hmm. I guess another thing that we should probably address that goes along with the music, and oh my god, the Latino cultures have so much of this, and it's wonderful dancing. Mm -hmm. And, and I, I'm not going to lie. I think that a lot of times Latino dances beat out Slavic dances. <laughs> I think Slavs dance the best in all of Europe. Probably we're the spiciest people in Europe, but the Latinos have us beat. They are spicier. <laughs> Hell yeah. It just, it's something about the dances is just so like, it's it's almost, it's like, it's like eye candy. I, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like a better way to describe it. It's just like, it's so fun to watch. And you're just like, you're locked in on it. It's just like, you don't know what to say. It's just so amazing. It's so beautiful. And you're like, man, you're like, I kind of want to do that. And so now I, I, I legitimately, I do want to learn how to do that. Uh, all those dances. Cause like, it's, it's just, it's cool. Well, I tell you what, I want to learn to polka like the Mexicans do. Like 
Czechs don't do anything like that. Czechs do dance polka better than the Western Europeans do. Mm -hmm. You know, it's lots of twirling and tricks and all this stuff, but the Mexicans have taken it and made it super sexy. It's like, you know, they're doing the twirling and all the funny moves, but like the girl is like dancing right on the guy's leg. Yeah. Like Czechs don't do anything like that that I know of. Is that like a, is there like a deeper cultural thing there as well for like, like what's acceptable and what's not or. It may be, um, you know, I was looking at old videos of different Czech folk dances, and usually you're seeing the ones in Moravia. You don't see the ones in Bohemia, the western part, but I found several videos of um, them dancing in Bohemia, and it was dances from the Prague area, and these dances were actually quite sexual, and they would have been done, like, back in, like, the 1920s. Awesome. <laughs> and it was kind of close to the Mexican dance, so that's a good point, Tyler. I think, you know, maybe if the culture is, like, more open to that because Prague is the most open city in the Czech Republic by far always has been maybe that leads to like more cultural acceptance of dancing more for lack of a better word sexy yeah yeah honestly like it's the way I interpret it because like there's just something so spicy and so cool with like how they how they dance and stuff and I can't see that especially in a lot of like you know how, how like a lot of stereotypically speaking Slavic countries are quite reserved mm -hmm. especially in that realm they're not going to be like crazy open about anything sexual it's just kind of like the very reserved people in most aspects of their life at least in public behind closed doors you know everybody does their own thing mm -hmm. in public it's, it's it's like that but like it's not uncommon for in like latino cultures to, to have like a, a relatively public display of affection and like i guess it also reflects within their uh their music and like their their dances and stuff as well so that's that's i don't know it's something i'd want to like look more into to see if, there, if there, we can get like an accurate correlation for it would be interesting to look into. I think each Latin American country and also each Slavic country are different too. Like, you know, some Slavic countries are probably more open with that and expressive than others. Yeah. I can say Czechs are pretty touchy in public. Like, it's not that uncommon to see PDA in the Czech Republic from couples. In fact, like, Czech girls will describe Czech guys as being very touchy. But at the same time, it is more conservative than Latin America for sure. Yeah. Now, these Balkan countries, y'all let me know if y'all think that y'all are as open to pda and as spicy as the latin americans because i wonder <laughs> austin you know in the past um <laughs> i know you're quite fond of balkan people uh <laughs> in general <laughs> is it because they're like in your eyes you see a lot of similarities between them especially and people of latin america you know i've never thought about that before but, <laughs> but probably <laughs> Because I, I know, like, there, there's some cases where, like, the Balkan music, it almost tries to take on that sound. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, and then you can go as far as saying, like, you know, like the song Uno Momento, <laughs> which is, it, it's it's song, what is that? Is that Serbian or is it Croatian? Croatian. It's Croatian, yeah. It's with Severina and uh, Ministark, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. And, like, <laughs> literally a Spanish name, and they have, like, that tiny little Spanish part, but it's, it's sung in Croatian. And, like, they're trying to emulate the... Uh, like very like the Spanish type of style of music. I, I thought that was a really cool kind of like hybrid thing that was going on. A lot of Eastern European countries are starting to do that too. Like, you know, the disco polo genre is really starting to imitate a lot of the Spanish music at times. Mm -hmm. um, Czech and Slovak, um, whatever you call it, party pop or gypsy pop or whatever it's called is doing the same thing. I don't honestly let, me, let me know what it's called because I don't know the word. Like, you know, like the, the, the music that y'all listen to at the parties, like, you know, I'm talking like Rene Rendi, all these different gypsy bands, like that kind of music, um, that's taking on a lot of Latino flavor too and stuff. 
<laughs> you know, Tyler, now that you say that, though, it's got me thinking, you know, the Balkan countries always have had like this like really strong pop diva culture. And I'm thinking it really reminds me of like the Latin American pop diva culture. Because, you know, in Texas, we have a famous Mexican-American singer named Selena. And she, oh, was, yeah. she was like, she was a diva. Like a lot of her appeal came from like her body and how beautiful she is. And you look at the Balkan countries like Serbia, Croatia, Bulgaria, same thing. Like the divas, like it's the same thing. It's like they like are symbols of the feminine beauty as much as they are singers. And that's what Selena was too. So that parallel is interesting to point out. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, it's it's. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you brought that up, actually, because there are a lot of things that, like, point towards, like, the similarity, especially between there, like, like you said, Selena, and also, like, Balkan women and singers and stuff now. They definitely are trying to, like, emulate that look sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, for, for the Polish side, I don't know if I see it as common with a direct link over to Latin American countries and all that. Not, not, not to say that there aren't any. I mean, there's there's plenty of cultural similarities in general between Slavs, which we've covered, you know, on TikTok and all sorts of times in our lives and whatnot. But I think that's probably a topic for a completely different video uh, and a podcast, I mean. But um, I don't know. What, what, do you, what do you think? I think that just recent Latino music has been, has been trending. So, you know, it's kind of incorporating its way into some Polish songs and some Czech and Slovak songs. In terms of being a diva, though, I don't that, – that, that is, like, the Balkan country's specialty. Yeah. You know, Poles, Czechs, Slovaks, we do have divas, like Cleo in Poland, Teresa Karolova in Czech Republic, Sima in Slovakia. Oh, yeah. But they're just not – they're just not as spicy as, like, the Balkan girls or the Latino girls. And you know what I mean when I say spicy. Like, I mean, like, just out there, like, dancing and, like, just looking super sexy and the music video and on the stage. Like – our girls, our women are beautiful, but that's just something exotic about it. I don't know. They just don't have, <laughs> they don't have as much that diva vibe, I guess is what I'm trying to say. We got that sexy pizzazz. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, man. Yeah, y'all, honestly, if, if y'all couldn't tell, we're, we're quite fond of Latinas. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I definitely want to hear from you guys, but like, Later on, after this is posted, what do you guys think about all this? Are you guys seeing a lot of similarities between the two, between our music and between our our, our people, our singers, or are we just talking straight out of our asses? <laughs> yeah, and also let me know your opinion on how similar Czech and Mexican music sound. And I would be curious, too, if y'all could provide feedback or knowledge on um, if you think Polish and other Slavic music sounds similar to other Latin American countries. Like maybe does Polish music sound like Brazilian music or Argentinian, something like that. I would like to know, because I don't, honestly, the main thing I know is Mexican and reggaeton. So I don't know these other countries' music that deeply. Yeah, that, that's a good point. That's something I, I definitely, I'd, I'd like to look more into. Um, yeah, if you guys are, are know anything about uh, other countries or if you are from other, like another country that we haven't mentioned, Definitely chime in. We we really want to hear more about that stuff. It's just super intriguing to us, and there's probably so much that we've missed on that because we're not from there. We only know so much about those places. So if you guys are from there, you guys are the experts. Please instruct us on some cool stuff here. <laughs> that uh, that being said, though, I think this this is unfortunately a pretty short podcast. I think for the most part, yeah. Uh, we, we just we just felt like coming on uh, and just chiming in in our little B and B Airbnb and just kind of. 
making a, a quick little podcast for you guys. So, yeah, y'all think of it as like an introduction to this topic because we're going to explore this more in the future. We want to have guests on for our future podcasts who are of mixed Slavic and Latino heritage, mm-hmm. um, as well as maybe some people from Texas who are familiar with both cultures. We want to have another episode that traces the evolution of the polka music and the Mexican music together in Texas. And we may want to have subsequent episodes that kind of talk about Polish immigration to places like Brazil and Argentina, because there are huge communities of Poles there, as well as Czechs. Czechs are less so, though, than Poles. So think of it as like an introduction to this topic. Yeah, that's that's a really good way of doing it. Uh, we're definitely going to post more. It's like pertaining to the overall topic, but um, I guess this one is just really specific. But, of course, we have plenty more content coming out for you guys. But as always, thank you guys again, and we'll post more soon. Yeah, thanks, guys. Dovid Zenyev.